fight yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder, everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how they really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing way. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him. And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. That's right, y'all. They got to play us. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. Up to 2,263 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So we got Bengals beat writer Jay Morrison. He's back on the beat. If you got something really interesting that you want to ask him, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it almost every single day. Jackpot Joey. You can go get the uh, the gear, the hats, the banners, the shirts, all that stuff at jackpotjoey9.com. Portion of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. We are also have August 17th, I think is the right date, I'm saying it right here. We're doing our first annual Jackpot Joey Cornhole Tournament at Brink Brewery. All right, it's up on the Brink Brewery's Facebook page. The event is there. Go to their Facebook page, and you guys can sign up for the tournament there. I know people ask me 
you know, I tweeted out yesterday, like I said, go to their social media. Well, it wasn't up yet. It's up now. So make sure you go to Brick Brewery, their Facebook page for sure. I know it's there and you guys can sign up and try to take on me and Greg and Cornhole and you, you might lose. Right? You might win. I don't know. Anyway, what's up there? Everybody in chat, strangers going on. Darth's in there. Richard's in there. Kevin's in there. What is going on to you guys? Welcome to the show. Now, let's get to my very special guest. I know I am as happy about as you are that you, yeah, he's back on the Bengals beats. And we get to read his wonderful stories again this year. He's none other than Jay Morrison. Jay, what's going on, man? Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good, man. Good. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad you're back on the beat. I was, I was, I reached out to you. I'm like, man, are you serious? They get rid of Jay? Like, come on, man. Jay's good. I like Jay. So I'm very happy you're back on the beat, man. Not as happy as I am, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet not. I bet not. There was a there was a couple of weeks of uh, trying to figure out what was next, and that was always my goal was to try to to stay on the Bengals beat or and keep the connections and sources and all that. And so, very very thankful to Pro Football Network for for keeping me around. I start officially on Monday. Uh, good news for people that uh, may want to read the stories. They, they will not be behind a paywall like they were at the Athletic. So uh, everything will be f- free to read and uh, looking to do. Uh, maybe a little more immediacy on the news uh, when something happens, but then still doing some of the uh, the bigger deep dives that I did at the Athletic as well. So a little bit of best of both worlds. Awesome, awesome. And I saw it was great. The Bengals on Twitter did did a, a little thing for you. They they put put a new new nameplate up there for you. I guess that's your is that your mail or what 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 is that? That was that was where they put your nameplate up on the up on the wall. Yeah, that's my cubicle in the media room. So uh, you know, every time somebody uh, we have a kind of a uh, a cemetery, if you will. We call them tombstones. And anytime a, a Bengals beat reporter leaves, they take that little slip out and they put it on the bulletin board. And it's just a memory of all the past beat writers. And so luckily mine didn't go on the tombstone. Mine just got replaced with a new affiliate. Well, that's good. That's good. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm very glad you're back. Now, we got about 13 days. Uh, Ken Rowley's number until training camp starts. I'm getting excited. I cannot wait. Joe Burrow's contract hasn't signed anything. T hasn't signed anything. What are, I guess, the biggest stories that you're you're looking into in this going to, to the beginning of, of training camp? Yeah, I mean, the Burrow contract dominates everything, and and that's going to be the the first domino that that's going to dictate what happens with T, what happens with Logan, maybe Tyler Boyd, maybe DJ Reed, or all these guys that are that are going into the final year of their deal. Um, that's what happens when you get good. You, you can't keep everybody. And so there's yep. some hard decisions to make. And um, it, it's an assumption that, that they're going to work something out with Joe. It's just a matter of when and and what that structure is going to look like. And then once they have that in place, um, they can they can start working on uh, T or Logan and not, not start working on it because they're already working on right. those or thinking about what they want to do. And I it wouldn't stunned me to see those happen very close together maybe not the exact same day but once they get joe done if if they are making progress with t and with logan you could see that happen in rapid succession now do you think they're waiting on uh um, i hate when i do this the name slips my mind the quarterback for the uh, chargers uh, uh justin herbert yeah thank you justin are you thinking they're waiting on joe's kind of not necessarily joe but joe's uh ages everybody's kind of waiting on herbert's contract first because they want to be paid higher than him you think that has something to do with what's taking so long to get joe signed um that's part of it i don't know that it's that they want to be paid higher than him i think that's that's gonna happen regardless because uh, he's just he's more accomplished at this point he's taken his team to a super he's won five playoff games herbert hasn't done any of that he's herbert's 
terrific. He's got great upside, but it, it just makes sense to wait. I mean, what if what if the Chargers give him something crazy and it's way above what Jalen Hurts got? Then right. Burroughs can say, hey, I, I want a million more than that. I want to be the top paid guy. And who knows how long he'll be the highest paid guy in the league because <laughs> next year you're talking Trevor Lawrence and these other guys that are going to be right. signing deals. That's just the nature of the, the business and the position where it just stair steps. But I, I do think that that is – um, a big part of it is they're just kind of waiting out and see where Justin Herbert lands. And I don't think they want to get too deep into this. If the Justin Herbert thing drags on, then then maybe they do go first. But right. um, I, I would expect something to be done, if not by the start of camp, which is, as you said, coming up soon, then then pretty soon once practices get going. Now, uh, the T. Higgins, that's the next contract. And beginning of this, everybody kept saying, oh, the Bengals should trade T. T. Higgins. They can't sign him. They can't sign They can't sign him and Joe. They can't keep everybody and, and Jamar Chase. I, I think it's looking more like, uh, for me and I think other Bengals fans, that we think uh, we're going to be able to keep T. Where are you at on this? I mean, because T is going to get paid. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to get paid number one wide receiver money here? Or is, is he think he's going to take – something a little less here. Where, where, where are you at on just, just your thoughts in general on T's contract? Yeah. I mean, I, I keep going back and forth, but is, is he worth 25 million a year? Absolutely. Um, but it, if you do that, th- then you look at the, the money that, that Burroughs making and then T would be making in Orlando Brown. And I mean, can you have that much money? on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, let's face it. It was that Super Bowl run. That was the defense that they yeah. got there. Oh, yeah. You they they've they've really a- attacked the defensive side of the ball in the last few drafts and that's what you got to do. You you right. got to have quality talent on rookie deals, but it's still a lot of those guys are unproven and and you don't know and I just I don't know I I'm sure T would love to stay here, but I nobody's really talk to him about does he want to be a number one right because if that's the most important thing to him is being the guy it's never going to happen here that's always right. going to be jamar chase and he, he might be a 1a or a 1b what however you want to label it but he's never going to be the guy and that happens a lot you, you see guys that that are in good situations but it's not necessarily about the money it's about the the pride and the prestige of being the number one guy on a team so i think t is going to have to make that decision and you mentioned the trade that would be insanity he's he's too good yeah. you're going to get rid of him for a what if and that's what it would be it would be a draft pick and there's no guarantee that guy's going to play anywhere close or even be a wide receiver with what that pick could be so you keep him around this year and who knows if they win the Super Bowl this year, then then maybe T says, I have my ring. Now I'm going to go get the most money wherever I can. And then maybe if they get really close again, then T possibly says, hey, we've come so close the last three years. I'll take a little bit less to stay with this group. I think it's eventually going to happen. So uh, I think I don't know. It, it, that's why I say I keep going back and forth. Is it worth <laughs> what right. a smart thing to do? I'm not so sure about that. Now, one thing people say, you know, why some wide receivers are a dime a dozen, which some of them are, but there's only one T. Higgins. I mean, he, he's not yeah. your average wide receiver. I mean, he would be a number one on most teams in the NFL. So that that's where it's. It, I come back to the thing. It's like, yeah, you can let him go, but who you're replacing him with is going to be a big drop off, most likely. So, me personally, I you know, honestly, I, I hope they sign him. I mean, uh, I. I have no idea. I mean, I, I think the Bengals are going to do their best to sign him. I mean, the, thing, the thing is, too, is they also have the, the franchise tag. So, I mean, he technically, they can keep him here for two years, then franchise tag him twice. 
So, I mean, there's lots of options that, that they could do. And, and, um, but anyway, I, I hope they're, they're going to sign. But one thing that does surprise me that hasn't happened yet is the restructuring of Joe Mixon's contract. That one has surprised me just because, I mean, look, Dalvin Cook is still out there. <laughs> he hasn't signed with anybody. And just the amount of money that, that, that Mixon is going to make this year. I know you came on here before and you, you thought he was going to get restructured. I thought he was going to. Do you think they, they're just going to go ahead and, and go with what they got this year? Or is that still an option on the table? Yeah, I think it's still going to happen. There's just no reason for it to happen right now. I mean, he he's smart to wait. Who knows what could happen where maybe something I, – I don't want to project any injuries or anything like that, but maybe all of a sudden something unforeseen happens and then all of a sudden he's got much more leverage. So it makes sense for them to to wait. makes for, sense for Joe's side to wait as long as possible. Um, I, I was told back at the owners' meetings that, that it was – going to be happening soon the, the request to restructure so maybe they don't put a deadline on it they just said this is what we want you to do and we'll see that that could be something that comes out very close to the start of training camp but i just i, I can't see them i can't see them paying joe what he what his deal is is set to pay him this year it, it's gonna have to come down and the fact that that has been broached and right. joe was there for all of the volunteer workouts that that leads me to believe that he's willing to accept it. He wants to be a part of this team. Um, it's he's probably not happy with it, but he knows he's probably not going to get more elsewhere. So oh, why no. not stay uh, yeah. with this group with a chance right. to win a ring and uh, you know see what happens after this year? Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I, like I said, I got to do look at Dalvin Cook, and he's been uh, released, and and mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is younger. I, I think I'm right than than, uh, than Mixon. Is he younger? I'm than not sure than? about age, but they were in the same draft. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Well, they're about the same age, and, and Dalvin Cook hasn't got picked up by anybody yet. So, and I hate to say it, but running backs they just don't pay running backs anymore. That's just that's just the, that's just the way it is. They truly are a dime a dozen, and that's <laughs> you know you you mentioned that with wide receivers, but with running backs it is. I mean, how many times do you see guys? drafted fourth, fifth, not even drafted at all. And they come in and they're the guy. And um, it is, it's just, it's unfortunate for the position, but it's the way the game is gone. And, uh, you know, I, I think Joe is, has made a lot of money in this league and he's, he's all about winning. He's one of those guys. And um, I, I think he'll accept uh, what, what they're proposing cut wise. And, and that'll create a little more room uh, to maybe get one of these guys, uh, other guys extended. Right. Now, one thing you did, you did say is how they've uh, concentrated on the defensive side of the ball on the draft here in the last couple of years, and I, I personally think I, you probably think of the same thing. That's so they can spend, let some of these defensive guys we got go to spend more money on Joe, on T, on Jamar, these contracts that we have coming up. And uh, Royal Flush Terry has a, a good question here about the defense. He said, Jay, how do you see Lou Anarumo utilizing our new uh, speed, especially in the secondary? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because the the most important thing that the communication is going to trump the speed and maybe the speed can make up for for a, a slight misstep or some uh miscommunication but that's going to be the main thing is just trying to get those guys on the same page. You know, Nick Scott didn't do much this offseason. Um really nobody did much this offseason. They they basically went out there and just went through calisthenics and position drills, but uh getting him um, synced up with Dax Hill. I think Dax is going to be terrific. He looked great last year, and he's trying to learn all these different positions. Now he gets to hone in on one spot. Um, but but still, there was there was just that unique, not just chemistry, but understanding 
between Jesse and Vaughn. And that, that's right. hard to build. Yes. You, you can be as diligent and, and study all you want and, and be a terrific athlete. It just takes time to build that chemistry and that understanding with each other. Um, so that's going to be something to, to watch. I don't scheme wise. I don't know how the speed, maybe he, he gets a little more aggressive with the blitz, knowing that he's got that, that, that kind of speed on the back end. But uh, the, the main thing that I think you're going to see in training camp and in the preseason games and really the first month of the season is them just trying to get those guys on the same page right. and make sure that you you have that same level of, of communication and quarterbacking uh, that you had with Jesse and Vaughn. Yeah, now with that that speed that we have in the secondary, we also have that uh, on the line now too as well with uh, Miles Murphy being added. They already have Joseph Osai, Trey Hendrick, and Sam Hubbard. Um, you could put Drew Sample in there too. Or excuse me, Cam Sample. I do that every time. Cam Sample. <laughs> um, do you see I, I think there's gonna be a NASCAR package this year a, a, a lot? And and where do you think Murphy fits into that? Is he gonna be strictly outside or you think he might be inside as well? Or are they gonna kick Sam inside? Um, it's a good question. Um, Sam has done it before. Marvin used him inside a lot his rookie year, and we've we've seen him play middle linebacker, we've seen him move around. Um, I, I guess it would probably depend on the the individual matchup in that game. I could see it going either way, but ideally you would you would have Hendrickson and Hubbard on the outside and Osai and Miles Murphy on the inside, and that would be a hell of a, a third down NASCAR right. package. Um, I am. That's one of the things I'm interested to see when camp starts is how much we see Miles Murphy inside, how much we see him outside. Uh, do we see him flipping sides on the edge? Um, there's There's just – Every year you you look at the rookies and there's things you want to see in camp, but there's there's really a lot of intrigue this year with this rookie class because right. there's for a team as good as the Bengals are, sometimes these rookies are coming in and they're in redshirt situations. I think all these guys are going to have a chance to to contribute, you know, not necessarily start, but be be impact players on this team. And it's really going to be interesting to see when, when the pads go on and and it really looks like football as opposed to what mm-hmm. we saw in the offseason. Now, what do you think about Battle? You think he he has a chance to to be an impact uh, for in the secondary for the Bengals? I mean, I I kind of think there's a chance, maybe second half of the season, that he might be starting or at least playing a lot more over over Scott, and he can move uh, Dax around a lot. I, I don't know what, what's your what's your thoughts on Battle and his uh, impact because he is coming from Alabama, and those guys are <laughs> are pretty much pro ready, and he's fast as hell. And he's got great football knowledge, and, I mean, he's just dependable. Um, you know, Lou never shied away from three safety sets. We, right. we saw him do that uh, from time to time. So, yeah, if that if that's the way that it – if he earns a spot out there, then, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he beats out Nick Scott. We don't know. Yeah. We haven't seen much of Nick Scott since he got here because of the injury. So um, I do, I think he's going to be in the mix and that he, that's another one. He's another guy that a, a rookie in training camp where it's going to be really interesting to see how he takes that step and how he looks. And does he look like he belongs um, at this level? There's no reason to think he won't. Like you said, he played all those years and uh, snaps at Alabama, but it is still a, a big jump. Um, and we'll, we'll see. He's definitely, I mean, one thing you can count on for sure with him, he is he's going to be a big part of Darren Simmons special teams. Oh, yeah. Um, and and that, you know, sometimes maybe that 
that leads to taking some time away from from what he can do on defense. But he, he's going to be out there. You're going to see a lot of him, whether it's on defense or special teams. Now let's talk about the special teams. You know, you got Yoshi, you got Battle, you got a new punter. I mean, we got actually some speed on our special teams. And I think that was a big emphasis on the draft is try to improve upon the special teams because it wasn't that great last year. I mean, to be honest, there, there was lots of games where we kind of didn't do so well because of special teams. Well, what's your thoughts on, on the improvement of the special teams, you know, from the potential new punter to our new gunners to a new possibly kick and a, a punt returner? Yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what Charlie Jones looks like as the Chuck return sizzle, guy. baby! <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, you know, you can't judge the running game much in camp because it's they they break. They don't do anything. They, they can't. Yeah, every <laughs> yeah. every runs a touchdown. They just run right through the defense <laughs> right. and kick and punt returns the same way. They they never go live. So that's where the preseason games. That's what's going right. to be really fun right. to watch and see how Charlie. Because you remember that's how Alex Erickson made the team those those years ago where he's just a, an undrafted guy catch. an afterthought <laughs> and then he. He has these crazy long returns and he wins the job and he sticks around for several years. Yep. So, but it's not just that with Charlie. He he he's gonna be in right in that mix for the number four wide receiver, too. Uh the punter battle is intriguing. I think you know the the Bengals, if if you had to force them to release a depth chart right now, they might put Brad Robbins number one, the rookie. But um, you know, Drew Chrisman really when we talked to him this offseason, he handled the struggles last year with class and he didn't shy away from the questions and he stood there and he answered everything. And he knows that this is it, you know, for, for his shot here, that, that he's got to win this battle. Um, I, if I was betting, I would say Brad Robbins probably wins it, but you never know. These guys, they come in and, and it, it's not just the O linemen and the, the DBs that have this like huge, curve they got to learn right. going from college to nfl it's the same with punters and, and darren's very demanding on what he wants he brad robbins has a hell of a leg mm -hmm. but you can't just go out there and boom the ball you you've got to you've got to hit it directionally you you've got to get the the right hang time and all that plays into it so that's going to be an interesting uh battle to watch in camp too i think i'm gonna either have to buy a stopwatch or figure out how to use the stopwatch on my phone and and uh <laughs> time the hang time and all that but um yeah, it's you know Evan McPherson set obviously. Yeah. Those are the those are the main areas where you're you're really going to be watching in in camp is is that punter battle and then how Charlie Jones does um, and does Trent Taylor you know say hey wait this is my job and does right. he hold him off kind of like right. Randy Bullock held off one more year and, and beat <laughs> yep. Jake Elliott that year. You took you took the words right out of my mouth. That was the next <laughs> thing I was about to bring up is, is the Bullock thing compared to to you know. Drew Christian and and, uh, and uh, Robinson here. I mean, everybody's kind of putting, uh, you know, that it's going to be Robinson, but it's we've had this happen before. They they drafted, I can't, what was the guys? I can't remember the, the kicker they drafted in uh, and, and Bullock beat him out anyway. What, what it was, was Jake that? Elliott, yeah, yeah, Jake Elliott. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They drafted Jake Elliott and Brandon Bullock beat him out. So I mean, it's not it's not set in stone that Robinson's going to come in in here and, and win the job. I personally think that he will. I think a lot of us take that, but like you said. This is it for Drew Christian, if if as far as the Bengals go, and that's mm -hmm. a that's a very motivating factor for yeah. somebody going, especially a hometown kid going. You this is your last chance to play for the Bengals, so I mean, you know, it it, it could be turned into something. Um, now I, I Yoshi Voss, and I, I always call him Yoshi if I'm saying his name right. Do you see him contributing on on special teams? Because I I think he if if they put him on the the roster, he could be a practice player. This is what I've kind of said. I know uh, Game On, 513 Game On is all over him, loves 
Yoshi wants him to, to be the fourth wide receiver. Where are you at on, on him? Because because he is very athletic, but he does have a big uh, learning curve. Yeah, I thought when they took him, it was kind of almost a rubber stamp that this would probably be a, a practice squad redshirt year for him. But I'm not so sure now. He looked he looked the part in in OTAs, and again, you always everything has to come with that caveat where they're in they're in shorts and yep. jerseys, and it's not real football. But you know, I, I, he's going to be interesting, and you know him and Charlie Jones and Trent Irwin. That's going to be a heck of a battle for that number four wide receiver. And uh, if if he keeps catching everything thrown his way and and develops a rapport with Joe Burrow, then then yeah, you you could see him making this roster, but. Um, it is a heck of a hurdle going from the Ivy League. One thing going from from the SEC to the NFL, going from the Ivy League to the NFL, yeah, a little I, tougher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. All right, uh, Roy Flush here says, uh, can Jalen Moody take a spot from one of the established linebackers like uh, Bocce or Bailey? And what was the weakness that made him undrafted free agent rookie? Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't studied enough of him. Um, He's been on vacation, people. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for like a month and a half. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they, I mean, th- those guys are are established, but they're they're not pro bowlers, and so um, they're big parts too of of what Darren does on special teams, and that's that 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 know how is going to help them, but. Um, he, you know, if he if he plays well, then he's gonna he's gonna have a shot, and that's the thing too with these. You know, ever since COVID, they expanded this practice squad, and now it's sixteen. You know, you can you have guys there that you don't make that opening fifty three man roster. It doesn't mean you're not going to be on the fifty three right. right. by the end of September or in October. So, um, yeah, I mean, anytime you're talking about one of those back of the the roster players uh, at whatever position it is then obviously if, if they've signed a guy, they like him and there's, there's a shot for that guy to come in. And, and we've seen it a lot. We've seen it when this team was bad. We've seen it when they were going to playoffs five in a row. We've seen it recently when they're going deep in the playoffs, undrafted guys can come in and make this roster. Yeah, exactly. Now we have, we had this whole time and we haven't talked, addressed the offensive line. This is the, we always got to talk about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I personally think this could be one of the best offensive lines we've had since 2015. I personally think Jonah Williams is going to be the right tackle. Now, it's come out that L. Collins is still in Cincinnati working out, which I think is great. That's awesome. I don't think he's going to be ready by the beginning of the season. I think they're going to put him on the pup list. I'm one of those guys that I'm like, if he's on a pup list and he comes back and he's healthy, I'm still like, keep him because of the the injuries we've had the last two years on our offensive line. And if you got Lil Collins sitting there, and you can bring him in, you know, as your swing tackle or something, and your backup, you know, guard or tackle, I know it's a lot of money, but I think it's worth it. Where are you at on the whole offensive line and Lil Collins in general? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same spot where I put him on pop. I mean, it's just it's unrealistic that he could work his butt off. He could have a great, great rehab, but. A man of his size trying to be ready for the start of the season after tearing his ACL on Christmas Eve. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, put him on the pup and, and you've got that, that insurance for six to eight weeks. And then when he is ready to come off, I think they can actually keep him on pup until week 13. And then they have to either activate him or, or put him on IR for the season. So, you know, you, you can stash him there and see what happens and, you know, I, I'm with you. I think Jonah Williams is going to win that job. I, I, I'm not ruling out Jackson Carmen, but 
Uh, I just, I, I think Jonah's got a better odds of doing it. Yeah. Um, but you know, who knows if there's an injury at guard, then, then, then maybe LC could kick in and play some guard. And, and right. there's, there's, there's ways. I mean, you're, if you're talking about trimming 5 million off Joe, Joe Mixon, sorry, then that, that gives you some luxury to right. maybe not do extensions, but to, to keep Lael Collins around another year as an insurance policy. And um, I just, for the long time, we, I, I was of the mindset that no way they're keeping Jonah and Lael on this team. But I, I do think that, that you're going to see that at least at the start of the season. Uh, and then we'll see how, how Lael Collins progresses while he's on pup. Right, he's on the pub. I mean, nobody's going to want him anyway. I mean, because he's not ready to play. I mean, they can't do anything with him. But they can't, the yeah. Pub. Yeah, but I mean, they're, I mean, right now, I don't think anybody's going to want him because he's not ready to play. So, that's right. just my opinion. Anyway, Jay, you said 6 o'clock. It's almost there. I appreciate you oh, coming on. Man, tell everybody again. <laughs> hey, that's what happens. You're having fun with me. <laughs> um, tell everybody where your new gig is and, and when your first article and all that stuff is coming out so they can go follow, go follow you. Yeah, it's Pro Football Network. It's profootballnetwork.com. Um, same Twitter handle right here on the screen. Uh, actually, it's not this. It's the same Twitter account. It's a different Twitter handle. Um, so if you followed me before, you're still following me. And then I start officially on Monday, and there will be articles starting next week. So really looking forward to, to getting back to it and uh, interact act, interacting with everybody. And uh, thank you for everybody that paid to read my articles uh, at my previous job. But now you won't have to do that. So hopefully looking to to reach a few more people to, to read what I'm writing. Absolutely. Jay, like I said, I'm happy you're back and uh, mm. go have fun. I know, I know you got a concert this weekend. You're, I think you're going to Thoroughgood. Is that what you, I heard that on, on a uh, locked on you? Is that where you're going this weekend? Yeah. Red Reds game tomorrow night with my wife and then uh, George Thoroughgood with a friend and Dayton on Saturday night. So awesome. So yeah. make sure you stop and get Arby's or before is Arby's before or after the concert. Uh, that's after, after that's okay. yeah. There's, that's, that's the sober and up food. <laughs> yeah. They don't serve beer at Arby's, so you can't pregame at Arby's. You got to do that afterwards. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Jay, man. I appreciate you. Take it easy. All right, thank you, Jeff. Yep. See ya. All right, guys. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Go go follow Jay. He's He's got a new gig. I'm happy for him. He's, he's a great uh, beat writer. He's an awesome dude. He always comes on the show for me. So I appreciate him. Go follow him there at uh, Pro Football. Network. I got it right. I wrote it down this time. So I'm sure I say it right. Pro Football Network. Go follow him there and then go follow him uh, by Jay Morrison on Twitter. You can check him out there. All of his articles. And the thing is, we get to read them for free this time. So that's even better. You don't have to pay for the athletic. But go check out the athletic because, you know, uh, his his uh, former uh, tag team partner had a great article about uh, Corey Dillon. And, uh, and I got Corey Dillon coming on next Tuesday or this coming Tuesday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Me and Big Savage Greg. Uh, will be on their co-host in it. He'll be a co-host in it with me. So got a lot of cool stuff lined up. I uh, will not be doing a show tomorrow. So this is the last one of the week. Uh, I got uh, something, an event that I'm going to go attend. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll be getting out of here pretty quickly here. Uh, but let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Buck. Bug nuts, the ice bar. And they follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T R E N N E P O H L. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling a sign off later on tonight. So if you miss any of the conversation I had with, gotta read it again. Pro Football Network, Jay Morrison. 
Check it out. It's on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a, a comment and a five-star review so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,263 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Do me a favor. If you're watching Twitter or Facebook, most of you guys in the comments are on on. YouTube, I appreciate it, but if you're watching on Twitter or Facebook, please go to the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. If you're listening on the podcast, please go to the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the uh, bell for the notification that every time I go live, you'll be notified. Next week's going to be a lot of fun. we got TikTok Tower coming on Monday talking some FC Cincinnati. Like I said, I'm bringing him on because I people keep asking me to talk about it. I do not know enough about FC Cincinnati. I do not know enough about soccer to even intelligently talk about it. So that's why I'm going to get TikTok Tyler on here. Uh, he wrote an article about it. Go check it out. It's on his uh, Twitter handle, Tyler Mini. I always mess his last name up. Minning, Minningham. Somebody like that. <laughs> I always mess his name up. But go follow him on uh, Twitter. He, he wrote a really good article about uh, FC Cincinnati. Um, like I said, I got Corey Dillon on Tuesday. Wednesday, I got uh, Skinny. Richard Skinner is going to be back on it. Hopefully, I will be able to. Talk to Richard Skinner about talking to Tony Pike, about getting him, Tony Pike, on my broadcast here. That would be awesome. So still working on that. We'll see what happens. I don't know if Tony's going to come on or not, but Tony said to have Richard Skinner's people contact my people. So Richard and I don't have any people. We just talk to each other. So Richard's going to be on the show on Wednesday. So we will discuss Bengals, Reds, Bearcats, all kinds of stuff tomorrow night. The Reds are back in action. I don't know about you guys, but these are two of the longest freaking days ever. We have no, well, I say no sport. It helped last night. I did get to, to listen to the FC Cincinnati game. I, I did get to watch it because it's on Apple TV or whatever, which I have internet TV, but every time it comes on, the sound is on or halftime, it doesn't show up. So I don't, I just listen to it. But at least I, I got to listen to that tonight. Uh, there is no sports. Um, so I'm going to go watch a movie with my son. Uh, but tomorrow night, big, big series, beginning with the Milwaukee Brewers. We need to win this series. We did not win the last one. We need to prove to everybody and the Brewers that the Brewers do not have our number, which I do not believe that. I think the Brewers are a very good team. I think the Brewers have better starting pitching than we do, and I think that's been the issue, at least it was the last series. We need to go out there. And shut them down. Ashcraft is uh, game one. Uh, Abbott is game two. I'm not sure who's on game three. I don't have that written down. I'll be there Saturday night. So if you guys uh, see me, I'll be up in the nosebleeds with my dad. Come say hi. And we can talk some baseball. But like I said, big series coming up. This is a fun time. One Reds baseball is legitimate. And right now they are. We have the most electrifying man in baseball. Ellie De La Cruz. Run DLC is what I like to call him. Mr. Electric, Electrifying Ellie, whatever you call him. We got, we got to come up with a cool a cool nickname for him. Got him. We got Matty Bats. We got Steer. We got a great young nucleus. Hopefully Ashcraft is the old Ashcraft, not the, the, the one we saw for most of the season. The last two starts, in my opinion, have been good. His first start off after the, the uh, injury list was pretty good. His last one, he struggled a little bit, but he kept him in the game, and the Reds got the win. So, that's what we need from Ashcraft. And then Abbott needs to bounce back. And I love that he's going to bounce back against the Brewers. Go there and uh, hopefully shut them down like he'd shut everybody else down. So we'll see. Big series coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bengals training camp, 13 days away. I cannot freaking wait. It's so much fun being a Cincinnati 
sports fan now, and I enjoy you guys on the prog- program with me, talking Reds, talking baseball. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come see me Saturday night. I'll be at the Holy Grail, too, so I'll be at the Holy Grail first and then uh, at the, the stadium. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you Monday or see me Saturday night at the Reds game. That's your sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday. Just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they got to play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This old void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shifty in the pocket, I get shifty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet to seem like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing his thing for the city, I give it to him And I best surmise you'll find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up.